Video Gamer Podcast number 405, which uh, the 405 sounds like one of those uh, big freeways that you'd get in America, doesn't it? Isn't it the um, model of Peugeot? It is actually also a model of Peugeot. Or is the the Americans... No, no, we had a 405 massive saloon car. It was really good. Whenever we had the trips to Middlesbrough, my dad would opt for the 405 as opposed to the Vauxhall Astra because of its relative comfort. Already we're on a a tangent. We haven't even introduced Mm. ourselves again. No, no. Rich Walker, classic. Josh Wise, hello. You know us. Hello, hello. If you didn't know, the Americans... Actually, say Peugeot. No. Yeah. Really? Peugeot. Big time. Peugeot. But emphasis on the Joe. Peugeot. It's Peugeot. Yeah, they're mental. But you, you know, that's that's oh, just what they do. That's uh, upsetting. Yeah, that's ruined my day. That has. it's <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it is really shit. Uh, don't know what to tell you, but uh, you're just gonna have to get past it. Oh. Uh, there's been some video games, contrary to popular belief. Yeah, um, it is a bit slow. However, we've had we've had some humdingers. But in the non-gaming segment of the chat, what have you been up to over the last week? Um, I've been suffering through taekwondo. My back hurts and my knees hurt, so that's been tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have we been doing? Elise, what have we done this week? I can't even remember. Oh yeah, we played. Yeah, that's for later. We played it oh, takes sorry. two. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's really what's taken up most of our time, to be honest. Yeah, um, well, I am looking forward to hearing about that. I've done shit all. Um, yeah. I uh, what did I do? Um, I went out and bought some cappuccino sachets because the Tassimo machine is on the fritz. It doesn't oh. want to know. It's ev- it's like every now and again it'll do me a coffee, but most times it just gives me the finger and says jog on. So. Oh, it's, no uh, good. it's kind of I'm gonna have to get rid of it and get a good one, get a oh, new one. But damn. but these little boxed sachet cappuccinos are working out very well so far. Well, well, what I will say is, if you're disposing of your Tasmo machine, make sure to do so in a responsible, environmentally sound way, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you hate it when it's when it's when it's unsound. So I'll be I, I sure do. to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to get rid of it. Actually, I mean. Um, Probably the, the the local dump. It's annoying if you don't have a car. Actually, uh, mm. in the in in most other uh, facets of life in London, not yeah. having a car is brilliant. I mean, you just with the public transport so good, you don't really need one. However, a trip to the dump is one of those rare things where not having a car kind of floors you. You're sort of like, oh shit, yeah. What am I going to do? Um, you need to get to know my sister and. Uh Maybe she'll give you a lift in her oh, new yeah. Merc. She's got a new Merc? Yeah. She's doing all right, isn't she? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, she she lives on my road, actually. So I know. Well, that's what I was thinking, stuff. see? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe so. Maybe so. Give her a call. Get her to, uh, get, her to get me down there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Um, wow. I don't think, it, you know, there's not been people going on about this uh, Schneider cut. Of the, uh, oh, of the Justice for League. I don't care. I'm not yeah. watching four hours of, of that. <laughs> Who, honestly, why Why are yeah. people watching this? I don't, Watch Lawrence I, of Arabia instead. I'm, I, I bet d- you it's better than that. <laughs> it is, definitely. I mean, yeah. I've not seen Justice League. I, I didn't even see the original Justice League, but I can I can damn well tell you that, that Lawrence of Arabia uh, mm-hmm. is, is quite a lot better. Yeah. Um, David Lean is a more visionary filmmaker than Zack Schneider, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> Going yeah, out there I don't to, to all his fans. 
Um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, that that's probably true. Yeah. So, you know, I've ducked under that. Um, oh, we got these COVID regulations easing up. Of course, it makes no difference to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my attitude is very much still, I'll see you lot in November when everyone's had the vaccine. People are like, oh, exactly. yeah, go to bloody public parks if there's nope. six of you from different households. No, don't I'd rather not so. risk it. It's not worth not, it. Not faffing about, thanks. Because no. that's the thing. It's like when they ease up, that's when everybody goes mental. And then they've got exactly. to put us in lockdown again. It's like, no, yeah. I'll, see, I'll see you later. Yeah, I've heard this um, song before. Big time, big time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and this morning, uh, just in just just to keep you abreast of developments, mm-hmm. when I got the cappuccino, I also got a whisper gold. So just you know, start as you mean to go on. You're nothing if not consistent. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still in the sort of love honeymoon period with the whisper gold. So I'm sort of like you know, I'm doing I'm doing as the slogan demands and grabbing hold of some mm. gold. <laughs> that's good that's good, good Cadbury's uh, strategy's working clearly yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 big time yeah yeah right <laughs> it's uh, that'll, about, that'll about do us for the chit chat for the small talk and now it's on to mm-hmm. the big talk um, some games some of them are fairly alright some of them are rubbish some of them are really good but yeah. you know you'll have to wait for the jingle to be over uh, before you find out which one is which in, 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 in all of those different reactions? Yeah, so, and don't you know. don't even think about skipping the jingle. No, listen to the jingle. Listen it, to it. It's, it's all good work. <laughs> Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guy coming up to the light. Coming up too fast. It's a wreck. What's your plan? It's a wreck. What's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you gonna go? He gives me a beep. He was gesticulating in his car. He gives me a beep. Threw my hands up and he didn't beep again. He was a walker. We have both been playing uh, a, a game, a game that's that's rubbish. Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's called Balan Wonderworld. Now the thing is, is uh, you know you're not in for a good time just by the title. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of those things where just from 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 day dot, it's like, well, I'd be surprised if this was good if it's called Balan Wonderworld. Now that's just you know m- might be an unfair reaction. There's been some mm. there's been some great games that have been called rubbish things. Um, <laughs> I tell you what always springs to mind actually Bioshock. What the fuck does that even mean? Um, it's a well, truly I suppose it great was a game. Follow up to System Shock, wasn't it? But so what's from the System bio? to Bio. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's sort of like biological a thing. shock. It's a shock to your biology. Oh, actually, yeah, I guess mm. the plasmids kind of are a shock to your biology. Oh, there you they? go. It's a brilliant title. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works. It's still weird though. Uh, but mm. anyway, yeah, Balan Wonderworld is a uh, platforming uh, game by Yuji Naka, the uh, yeah. the, the M- Mr. Sonic the Hedgehog, and also yeah. Nights Nights into Dreams on the Mega Drive. Pretty pretty big deal. Saturn wasn't it? Uh, Saturn, I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I now obviously I think he was also involved in Sonic Adventure, so that's sort of right. less good. Mm. Um. It's, it feels to me like a developer that was quite comfortable in 2D that didn't really make the jump. Yeah, and that's further evidenced 
in this. Yeah. So in and order it's, to it's funny you game... mentioned didn't make oh. the jump because we yeah. have issues with the <laughs> yeah. jump in this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That. Yeah, it's sort of the same as Sonic. It just just feels weird in three D. Um, I would set the game up, but I have no idea how to do that. It's about a child <laughs> who uh, is for some reason break dancing in a, a city. I don't, know. and the, the city is also populated by sort of fuzzy fat bird creatures. I think they're flightless called, though. Called Tim's. They're called Tim's. All of them are called Tim, apparently. Um, and uh, this kid goes into a theatre one day. He's, he's, he's so he feels upset for some reason. We don't. I, I get the feeling that they're an outcast because people whispering things behind their back, right? But also kind of running over and being all happy towards him as as, mm. as well. Like it's kind of weird. Like I, I don't. I don't really get it. Um, no. But he was breakdancing, and then he was upset afterwards for some reason. They don't—they they make weird noises. They don't speak. Yeah. Um. So he wanders into a theater, and there's a sort of t- a creature in a top hat in the theater, and the creature in the top hat sort of pulls him into a wonder world, presumably a Balan wonder world. Um, <laughs> well, he's called Balan, isn't he? He's called Balan. The, the behatted, behatted yeah. weirdo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with eyes. That are in embedded in his hat. Yeah, yeah, it's he's it's a freak. Weird. Let's be let's he's, let's he's, be honest. No, he is. He is. And yeah. actually, they all look like they've got that weird Yuji Naka thing where they all have like noodle limbs and like, but then massive hands and feet. A bit like Sonic, I suppose. When yeah. Sonic went into three D, like little tiny little little legs. A bit like olive oil from Popeye. You know, Sonic can sort um, of get away with it though because he's got the gloves and shoes or whatever. But there's no yeah. gloves here. They've just got big mutant yeah. hands. Big mutant hands doesn't really make sense, <laughs> especially early Sonic when he had a little pot belly. It sort of yeah. looked more, you know, more natural. But uh, the three the Sonic Adventure Sonic bit weird. But but there you go. It, it's all it's all it's all Yuji Naka style. And I'm sure I guess the people that that love it will love it. Um, but uh, the the game is uh, it's very bad. I mean, it's it, it doesn't it's a platformer and the jumping just feels horrible. Mm-hmm. And the game entails you. <clears throat> putting on a variety of different costumes, each of which gives you a specific power, um, some of which just take away your ability to jump. For instance, there's a little dragon costume, um, which gives you the power to spit fire, but takes away your power to jump. Yeah. <clears throat> which, I yeah. mean... And there's I no excuse really... either. There's no, it's not like, oh, they ran out of buttons. Every button does the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, there's... Every button is jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it is like Sonic the Hedgehog in that respect. Yeah, yeah. You I can scroll so. through the outfits. Is... I suppose you can have three different outfits at any yeah, one time. Yeah, right? you press L one and R one, and you can hop between them. And there's one which gives you a kind of springy body and kind of extends you. And that's you hilarious, by the way. Get up to high. Can I just places. say, I find the elastic body hilarious just to look yeah. at. But it's, also, well, it, it's weird. The little dancing weirdos in the levels. Mm. All of a constant the en- source of um, mirth, I must yeah. say. Yeah, all of the NPCs um, <laughs> sort of break dance for some reason. Uh, I don't know why they do it, but they uh, do it. And yeah. also, when you get close to them, some of them, they just disappear. Yeah, yeah. They just fade out that? of existence. They just, they just yeah. fade out of existence. Yeah. I, I have no no idea what's going on. There's, a, the, there's a, a sort of selection of different worlds and one of them was like a farm world and mm-hmm. 
you 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 because you try and help a different person for each of the worlds that you yeah. go through, right? Yeah. So it's like themed after that person. The person's a farmer, so it's a farm or whatever. Um, and, and so it, it's got that sort of structure of like an old 3D Mario game, I guess. You have a hub world, and then off of that hub world, you have different little little areas that you can leap into to go and do some platforming. But <clears throat> I tell you what doesn't help. And this is not the fault of Yuji Naka, nor nor the fault of any of the people that worked on the game. I've obviously got the Super Mario 3D All Stars collection, right? Mm-hmm. And in like the last week, in fact, I've done it. There's, I've got a big feature up on the site about it, revisiting Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't help that I've spent the last few days playing Super Mario Sunshine, which is a terrific platform, and then going into this where the jump function just makes me feel queasy. Yeah. It's rubbish. Yeah. He, he he reaches a weird artificial height on his jump and then quickly gets tugged back down to earth. Mm-hmm. It's just a horrible trajectory on the jump. Yeah. None of it feels good. None of the the graphics are blowing fire as a dragon looks like a sort of PS2 burst of fire. Yeah. What, also, I mean, what that, is that? I, I don't know. I, I also don't like the weird way the sort of world unfurls in some of the levels. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It makes me feel a bit ill. <laughs> you know, and you've got to sort of unsort of furl the world a little bit to kind of yes. steer the ball into the hole. It's just like, yeah. Ugh. it's bizarre, isn't it? It's yeah. really weird, and uh, and I have to be honest, you know, I, I take no pleasure in it, but it, it just made me angry. Like well, after the, like an hour yeah, of me I was too. Just like, oh, I don't want to play this. this is, well, but, I've only played one chapter, Josh, so you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm, mm. If you've completed the first like three acts, the boss mm. battle or whatever. Of the first mm-hmm. chapter, do you have mm. to go back in and collect more of the little balance statues to unlock the next bit? Oh, a, a certain number of them until oh. you can. Yeah, but it's not what? like you have to be. Yeah. Oh well, I know. Yeah, no, that is that is silliness. The, that, I mean, that sort of reminds me of Mario, where it's like you've got to get a certain number of shine sprites or stars, whatever, depending on which Mario you're playing. It's like well, you don't need all of them, but you need a certain number in order to advance. But it is artificial, is, and yeah. The difference is that Mario worlds are pleasurable to explore. That's I don't want to go back and retread <laughs> the same level I've just suffered through. To find more of the stupid little statues to then progress to another rubbish level where the jumping yeah. is awful. It's a platform game with bad jumping. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's actually, all you, you need to know, you really. You not say any more than that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a, a platform game where it feels horrible to jump. But there you go. <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be I'll be reviewing that, and uh, you can read about that on videogamer.com. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, now, for good goodness' sake, let's talk about something good. Um, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to close out saying, imagine if you're one of the poor people who paid fifty pounds for that. Sixty. Well, oh no! Yeah, fifty. No, it is sixty dollars. Yeah, sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's fifty yeah. quid. So I can just see Elise out of my peripheral vision, like with her mouth agape, because <laughs> 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 she watched me playing it last night. <laughs> it's like looking at a PS2 game. <laughs> it's yeah. Oh man, unbelievable! I'm, if you've paid fifty pounds for that, I'm really sorry. And the thing is, the thing is, you know, we wouldn't be looking at it if it wasn't Yuji Naka. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, you might feel bad by going, it, like, you might have two negative responses. One of them is, well, it's no fun talking about a game that's rubbish, right? Every game you play, you want it to be good. There's no uh, whatever yeah. people think about critics. Like, we we never go into a game with our hatchets at the ready. Like, it, no. well, at least I don't, and I know you don't. Like, no, you I always don't. you always go in thinking, 
oh, it'd be brilliant if this was good. Like, if this was actually mm. like a little gem and people had sort of slagging it off. But actually, I'd, lo- I'd love to like this game. But in the end, you just have to listen to your taste. And then the other negative thing is is you're a Yuji Naka fan and you, you play this and... Yeah. Well, well he's... Christ, well, he's not, not done any good work for... No. <clears throat> you know, and look, maybe that's, that's one of those things where, um, you know, you look at like... Francis Ford Coppola and and you think yeah all right well he hasn't done anything good for a long time in my opinion um yeah but he he made apocalypse now and he made and, Jack. The, and he made the conversation well yeah less so Jack <laughs> I'm sort of trying to focus <laughs> he did also make Jack yeah well that sort of speaks to my point it's like yeah you know yes he, he, he but he, he did do Sonic the Hedgehog so he's got that to his name um and, is this still Francis also, Ford Coppola uh yeah 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 he, well he's doing because he's doing the new Sonic movie which for me I think is going to be a huge return that would be amazing Francis that. Ford yeah, yeah I'd love that um it'd be brilliant uh, but then the other thing is like there's obviously just many 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 talented mm. um, independent developers out there uh, you know hustling getting games out on Steam or Itch or something and you sort of think like god they'd kill to have a game with like this marketing or budget like it's annoying that Yuji Naka can, can <coughs> command this stuff yeah. when it's like there's people out there who are hungry for it and he just sort of turns this in but you know they, there you go. I'm, I'm afraid to say that's all. That's <laughs> that's my take on Balam Wonderland. I will press on through it, and who knows? Maybe it might pick up a little bit in its in its you know, mm. middle or later stages. Well, you've uh, been. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we can't. We can't. It might suddenly become Bioshock. You know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It, it yeah. could have the twist of the century. You've been playing It Takes Two, the game oh, from uh, Hazelight, Joseph Ferris, uh, creator of Brothers. <laughs> A Tale yes. of Two Sons, and uh, right. what was the other one? What was the other big one? A, a Way, way out. out. Yeah. So yeah, this is from the uh, ridiculous to the sublime. This this mm. is a, a great platforming game. Mm. Really, Excellent. really good. Um, so give me the gist then. What goes on with It Takes Two? Okay, so, I mean, the, the story focuses upon a couple who are on the brink of divorce, mm. and uh, their daughter Rose kind of overhears that they're planning to, you know, break up. Mm-hmm. So she makes a wish that they stay together, and uh, her wish gets granted. They get transformed into dolls, so shrunken <laughs> down. That, that the guy sound like it was a, part of her wish. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> no, wish they I stayed together, and that they were dolls. <laughs> ah, but you see, they have to go through this experience to, you know, right. learn how to put up with one another. So okay. yeah, so he All gets right. turned into a little clay doll. She gets turned into a little wooden one. Um. <laughs> Cody and May, and then they embark upon a co-op, cooperative adventure together, mm. and it's brilliant. It's completely brilliant. It's a purely co-op game, so you can't play it alone. It's Damn. either local split screen or online. Okay, all right. And it's just, it's just the most inventive, colourful, fun game I've played in a long, long time. I'm going to have to play this then. I'm going to have to rope one of my flatmates into playing it. So what are we talking about? Uh, was it platforming? or, or pu- So it is a platformer, yeah? It's a platformer primarily, yeah. But there are puzzles. And it's the kind of thing that introduces new mechanics constantly. Ooh, so, yeah. Um, Brothers was really good at doing that. Yeah. One of the first things it does is give one of you like a hammerhead and the other like um, some nails. <laughs> and you can throw the nails into designated little points and then swing off them. Or you can pin things in place. And then oh, call cool. them back to, like, you know, Thor's hammer, whoosh, 
just ah. bring them back. And then, like, um, May can use the hammerhead to, like, swing off nails or to hammer things, break bottles and hit mechanisms and stuff. Huh. It's br- it's really good. It's great. It's just full of ideas. It's just... It's constantly it- throwing new things at you. And it, is it the sort of thing where... Does it ever get frantic, like you're sort of shouting at the person that you're playing with, or, or um, like uh, you're like, ah, do the, you know? Does it get sort of heated? Because if a good co-op stuff really gets quite frantic sometimes, you know. It does a bit, yeah. There are moments when you are relying on your co-op partner, like there's a bit where you're on a rail, like a grind rail, ratchet and clank uh-huh. style, and right. there are little kind of um, blocks with a different animal on them, okay. and then the other person has access to buttons that raise these blocks out of your path, so you have to shout out like cow. So they stand on the cow block and the cow block goes out of the way. Or mouse or bear or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, stuff like that's tricky. So you've really got to rely on your co-op partner kind of being on it. And the problem Excellent. I had was that I was playing with Elise, who isn't really au fait with <laughs> games of any kind. Brilliant. So Brilliant. she was constantly sort of moving, then turning the camera afterwards, which was a constant, <laughs> you know, Oh, annoying. that's old school. That's great. But... We got through it, so I feel like the difficulty is perfectly pitched. Like even if you've got mm. a complete novice playing with you, they can still do it. You know, yeah, it's, it's it's great. I mean, I think that's one of the master strokes is that for a co-op game, it embraces everyone. You know, I like anyone that. can play this. It's it's great. It's yeah. really really good. Uh, is it uh, a Game Pass jobby or is it? What's it? No, no, no. It's an EA original, so it's. I think it's about thirty-five quid or something. But okay. right. it's worth every penny. Honestly, it's really, really good. I'd, I'd recommend it highly. There's like twenty-five mini games as well that you can play. Little competitive mini games. Oh, nice. Away. That's that sweetens the pot. I like yeah. that. Yeah, really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh well, I'll I'll um I'll jump on that at, so, at some point then because mm. uh, obviously I you know flatmates are all well into video games, so maybe I could convince one of them to play through I mean it'd be, it'd be kind of yeah. cool do you know I haven't do you know I haven't played a I must not have played a split screen game in like 10 years or something man oh man you, you'll love this I know for you a fact you'll really love it you don't really get split screen stuff too much these days do you I mean no. it happens it does happen but it's just way more people are like oh yeah we'll just do it online you know yeah yeah it's funny but, how the um, sort of power of hardware has increased and split yeah. screen would be more viable that you see it. Yeah. Although Borderlands Three did it. Yes, it did. Yeah, it actually. Yeah, yeah and I remember thinking at the time, "Oh, bloody hell, it's got split screen." Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it then. Do it, because man. Do I, it. I put a little cheeky forty quid uh, to one side this month, and I oh, thought to go. myself, "Oh, you know, at the minute, I'm on a nice uh, mission." I was inspired by you, actually. Oh, um, yeah. I was on a yeah. I was on a mission to get. Kind of like, because I got myself a Switch, obviously. Yeah. And w- what I want to do is get physical copies of, like, the really lovely first-party Nintendo stuff. Ah. So I, I got, like, um, Breath of the Wild. In fact, I, yeah, I was, I was, I, was um, I got Breath of the Wild, and then I did, uh, I went to CD Keys and got the DLC for cheaper, way cheaper than it was in the shop, actually. Shout out yeah. to CD Keys. Anyway, I got that, <laughs> and then I got um, 3D All-Stars, and I got Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. So, so I'm like, slowly but surely, I'm kind of filling in, and, and I kind of hunt around for little bargains, you know. So I got one for, like, 32 quid. And I was arming and ahhing this month. I was like, oh, shall I get Pikmin 3? Or shall I get, you know... But now it takes two. It's sort of tempting me. Ooh, I've just found something that might interest you. Mm. 
have a look on your WhatsApp. <laughs> this is grossly <laughs> unprofessional for a podcast, but I it's love it. too good. We're doing a podcast and you're just, <laughs> just casually perusing the deals of the internet. Mate, I've got you covered. I've got you covered. Just like Giacomo, you've got me covered. <laughs> is that their... Uh, I didn't know that was their uh, Yeah, slogan. but it was, it was one of those slogans that you can't really imagine it being said mm. if it wasn't being said by Johnny Vegas. Right. No, yeah. wait a minute. Do I mean Johnny Vegas? You know the uh, PG Tips fella. No, wait. Is yeah, it PG yeah, Tips? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Johnny I, Vegas. I doubt he'd be want to be. He'd want to be referred to as the PG Tips fella. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He, li- he lives. Uh, he lives around my area. You know. Does he? All right. Yeah. Anyway, well, you're in quite a salubrious part of London, aren't you? You see a lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. celebs. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the sort of company I like to keep. You know. Mm. Tre- tre- Trevor McDonald's, obviously lives oh, around here. Trev, you'll make yeah, Trev. Yeah. Big Trev. Anyway, we uh, we should just give a brief. Uh, I'm just going to give you a little a little five minute taster oh, of uh, of a near replicant version 1.223479, whatever they're doing with it. You know dot, that dot, one. Dot dot yeah, dot. Yeah, another dot. one. Don't forget the dot dot dot. Don't forget it, the ellipses. It implies that it's like pi, that it's just ongoing. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. It's pretty good. Have you you? You're an aut- you're an automaton, aren't you? You're, you quite liked uh, near automata. Yeah, I'm one of those um, terrible people though that's completed it once, and I started the next scenario, and I didn't get all the way through it. So <laughs> people say, "No, you haven't completed it," but I technically sort of have. Yeah, don't you have to do it like ten, ten times or something? I to think get it's the like true four ending. or five or something. There's there are loads of end. I think there's an ending for each letter of the alphabet. Mental, obviously. I think I've done yeah. like four endings because there are ones for like unplugging the chip in your head or something. You just get <laughs> shut down, and that's an ending. <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. Android dust disabled. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't play Automata. I am a big fan of Platinum games, and whenever mm-hmm. I tell people I haven't played Near Automata, they're like, "Oh, you've got to play it. What are you doing? You know, get on it." it does surprise um, me because you are a I man know. of many games. I am. I am, and I really liked uh, Astral Chain, which was the last uh, Platinum. Platinum oh, Games game that I played. It's going back a bit. Uh, actually, I suppose it is. Yeah, 2019, wasn't it? 2019, 2018. I think it was 2019. Yeah, okay. I played it for the Games of the Year considerations. Anyway, anyway, Platinum are obviously really good. This isn't that. This is a remaster of Near Replicant, which never saw See, a release in the West. Is it a remaster though, or is it a remake? Because it looks to me more like a remake. Oh, does it? It does, yeah, because I've seen like side by side comparisons of the 2010 version, and it looks mm-hmm. completely different. It's that near automata art style, so it feels like they've uh, redone well, it to kind of it, fall in yeah. line. It, it's a difficult situation because it's kind of weird. So the game that we got that was called Near was actually one of two versions of the game that were yeah. that were released. Is it one Gestalt? Gestalt, yeah, Gestalt, it's Gestalt yeah. and Gestalt. Replicant are the two. Um, mm-hmm. Gestalt was the version that you bought on the 360, and Replicant was the um, was the version for the PS3. And in the West, we only ever got Gestalt, but only that was just called Nia. Nia, and the, yeah. and it's got like a different protagonist. Um, Replicant yeah. was supposed to be like the better game, so I'm to understand. Um, and I I haven't seen like side by side stuff, but I it, I think this is being referred to as a remaster. Uh, as as opposed to a as opposed to a full on remake. Okay. So, but enough. but I but I mean I I I'll take your word for it because I've not actually well, seen side by side footage. But but either way, I tell you what, for a 2010 thing, I mean it's it looks lo- like lovely now. So they mm. must have done a, a big job on it. Yeah. Um, the developer is Cavia, 
And I'm not okay. allowed to talk about... Is I'm it? allowed to talk about, like... I thought the developer uh, yeah. was Toy Logic and Platinum Games. Uh, no, Platinum... Possibly Toy Logic might have been involved in the remaster, but the original developer... Oh, the original um, developer, sorry. Yeah, was was Kavia. Platinum only came on for Automata. It's kind of a weird... Um, a weird little tidbit. It's like mm. Nier actually wasn't Platinum to begin with. But of course, everyone knows it from Automata now. That's now the game that's like what everyone thinks of when they think of Nier. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be kind of a curio when it releases. You know, a lot of people will be will be looking at Nier Replicant, especially fans of Automata. Um, and I think they'll get a dose of what they like. The hack and slash combat is, is good. It's not, it's not Platinum Games good. Um, it's very forgiving. It's a, it's a really easy game. I, I haven't died yet and I've played it for good sort of 15 hours so far. I've got to say, I'm in the mood for that kind of bright and breezy challenge. Mm. Well, you, I think you'd get a lot, I think you'd get a lot from it. It's, um, there's a lot of, it's really weird. There's a lot of, uh, Breath of the Wild in it as well, which sounds bonkers to say, but I remember like early on, one of the areas I'm allowed to talk about is like, there's just like a bright, open, green, grassy area, you know, and you can kind of ride on the back of a beast to get to and fro, and you can kill sheep and get their get their mutton, you know, to sell at the market. There's all nice. these little sort of side quests and stuff. You're just sort of pootling about and exploring, um, and it's it sort of fused together with this combat. The, the robots are back as well. Okay, uh, right. from autumn, like massive machines that you you know that you can fight. Yeah. Um, I've had a I've had a good time with it. it it's a very strange game. I, I'm not not um. Kind of like the fans of Yoko Taro are like a sort of feverish bunch, you know. They, mm. they sort of really love him. He's kind of a cult, cult game maker. Um, and I'm not yet used to his style, but I will say that the music and the atmosphere of, of Near Replicant is unlike anything else I've played. It's pretty oh. singular. Same goes for Automata. So yeah, it doesn't doesn't really surprise me. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think you'll get a lot out of this stuff that I wouldn't necessarily get out of it, having not played Automata. Automata. But I am mm-hmm. enjoying uh, my time with it, and I will crack on. I think the game is out in April twenty third, I believe. Twenty third, yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it should be good. Um, Will it measure yeah. up to Balan Wonderworld, though, is what everyone wants to know. Well, so few games can. That's the bar for 2021. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's about that time <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that I load up the news cannon. So, you know, brace yourself. Yay. News. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. This week in the world of video games, Ghostwire Tokyo, lest we forget, is a game that exists and is coming out, is is on the horizon. Yeah. Um, but the creative director of that game, Ikumi Nakamura, mm-hmm. uh, opening a new indie studio, having departed um. Tango Gameworks. Did you hear about this? I did, I did, I did. Kind of yes. cool. So she started a new indie studio in her native Japan, working on a new as-yet-unnamed IP. Um, she's got a good eye for sort of... I mean, I, she's obviously the creative director of, of Ghostwire. I remember Ghostwire was, like, the most sort of striking thing that I saw during E3 that year. Yeah. I remember looking I, at Ghostwire. It, although subsequent yeah. videos of Ghostwire have sort of dulled that a bit. I was going to say I'm not I'm not really sold on the kind of first person. I don't I'm not even sure what it is. 
No, I'm not. But I am intrigued by it, and I think that's more important than anything else. Um, yeah. But, you know, she's a concept artist on Bayonetta and stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. this was spotted by Play Diaries. Um, the announcement came um, in a little mini-documentary called Cutscenes. Um, and Nakamura revealed that she started up the new studio after a, a brief period travelling the world following mm-hmm. her departure from Tango Gameworks. Yeah. And she said that the first project will be a brand new IP, uh, saying, quote, it was chance for me to travel and learn what made a good working environment, and I decided to use that experience to open my small studio and build my IP. Um, and speaking about the um, the circumstances that, that she left Tango Gameworks, there was an allusion to a kind of, um, I guess you'd say, like a, a mental health issue at Tango Gameworks. It sounds yeah. quite intense. So this was... Um, this was uh, a quote from her. She said, back in, back in the Capcom days, uh, my seniors mm-hmm. would be sleeping under their desks uh, to make games. They, they were passionate to that point. Although that wasn't the case anymore. When you get ideas and work in a team, uh, there can be uh, some problems that come with it. And it arrived to the point yeah. it, got on, it got on my health, she said. Uh, you can't make Oof. games if you're not healthy. And I started wondering whether there wasn't a way for me to make games while feeling better. I took the decision to quit. Uh, before it was too late. So I suppose she's not saying, she's saying, or she said that wasn't the case anymore, presumably speaking of Tango Gameworks. So she was, so she yeah. didn't exactly say there's like a, a crunch culture there, but just generally she was in need of a break. Um, mm. And it look, it sounds like it's leading to, to, to a, sort of an exciting new thing. So something to cool. be on the lookout for. Yeah, Good yeah. stuff. Uh, Amazon Games uh, opens a new Montreal studio with former Rainbow Six Siege developers. Ooh, I find it tough to care about stuff like that because yeah. Amazon, you know, not with the great track record with studios, they haven't really produced anything. What was that thing? New, the New World, that game they were working on. What was that one they shut down like after a week or something as well? I think yeah, Crucible. Crucible, yeah, yeah. So not like great. the idea they've got these siege devs and they're like, yeah, give us a service shooter, please. I just I don't know stuff like that. I'm just I mean, look, it could be great. It could be great. I just. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll wait for that one to make itself known. You know? Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah. It's tough to get pumped up for it. Um, PlayStation has sadly confirmed its plans to shut the uh, the PS3, the PS Vita, and the PSP stores. We spoke about it last week, and it was a a, a report. Um, yeah. And PlayStation had come out and said yes. Although the, the at least there is a small silver lining in that uh, it will allow you access to your purchased history at least. So that's yeah. that's one thing, um, but it is still shit. Um, yeah, but we had that chat last week, so we won't dive back in. But it's just a sad little confirmation that we got in the week. Yeah, um, it it winds me up. It really does. Just the the preservation of games, like mm, uh, mm. this whole relentless marching forward, never looking back thing. It's like I sort of get that, but at the same time. Well, you need both. Could they, That's why Microsoft yeah, exactly. has done so well to sort of yep. um, keep that front and center of like you know let's have the let's have the back and pat. I think it'd be yeah. great if if Sony could take some of that messaging on board. I know they've got they've got a history that runs further back than Microsoft, so they'd have yeah. to they'd have to get sort of emulation stuff in for PSP or PS One games. But I would be all for that if they if they put any functionality on the PS Five that was you know an app that where you could revisit retro stuff or mm. even do. I tell you what, I really love. Um, the Switch has a fantastic little library. If you get Switch Online, 
It's yeah. um, it's like twenty quid for a year, and you can play games online. But also, um, it just gives you a library of SNES games, a bit like Game Pass, that you can just play included in your subscription. The and problem the, with the, that is, I don't, oh yeah, I, I don't feel like I have any ownership of it. Yeah, true. I mean, I, 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 I do totally get that. That's exactly mm. how I feel with Game Pass. I sort of see it as a weird kind of like I like Game Pass. Don't get me wrong, but I never feel. Um, it feels like a kind of advanced demo suite for me. Like I sort of, I tend to yeah. play stuff on Game Pass and then really, really easily bounce off it. It's really least, weird. Like when I buy yeah. the games, I, I kind of feel like they're mine more. I tend to play them more. No, I, don't know I, I know what you mean. Like at least the thing with Game Pass is when they do get rid of a game from the library, they put a little discount on it so you can carry on playing and then you can own that game afterwards. It's like, that's mm. a nice system. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, this game sure. is leaving, but if you want to buy it, yeah, twenty percent off. Mm. Keep mm. playing it. Very well, nice. One Thank of the you. one of the things that's really good about the little SNES thing that the Switch does is that they never take stuff off. They only add to it. So okay, it's got well, like good. Super Mario World, and I was playing uh, F Zero the other day on the SNES. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, just been loving that. Anyway, uh, if 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 Sony did something like that, can you imagine that? They had a little cheeky PS One library with like Metal Gear Solid or you know, well, they, a they PS One Classics library. They sort of had that with the PS One Classics, and now they're burning it down. It's like I, I, know. I cannot and, and the option they're turning the down money as well because it's yeah. like. But th- look, you know, smarter people than us will have done the maths and worked out that they're not making enough money or whatever. So I it's think easy. It bugs it's me easy. More. Because I've rediscovered all this stuff now, you know, and now mm. now it's too late. It's difficult when you speak mm. about it from a place of passion, because like for most yeah. people, they'll just shrug. They'll be like, "All oh, right, okay." But like, exactly. if you act, if you actually are playing, I don't know, the original Gran Turismo, then you're like, "Oh fuck," you know, mm-hmm. I won't be able to. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Game Show and PAX East predictably will both be online only events this year PAX online July 15th to July 18th and uh, TGS September 30th to October 3rd it's not a surprise I wonder if we will get any kind of as the kind of vaccine keeps rolling out there's some companies that are right close to the line I saw um uh, EGX Resd is currently scheduled to take place in July but they put out a press release where they said you know we know that this is optimistic but you know health standards permitting this is our sort of thing that we're we're kind of penciling in you know but I'd be, I to be honest with you I'd risk be, it. no yeah. I wouldn't and I'd be surprised if it didn't get delayed because the, the, the vaccine rollout was delayed anyway wasn't it like the under 50s were supposed to be April but now they're in May it got pushed I back think, a month I think I think supply of vaccines is maybe slowed now mm. so yeah yeah. But it's not—it's no surprise to me that with the digital events. I think we'll be we'll be into twenty twenty two before we, you know, get excited about E three and stuff again. But yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah. Oh, some exciting stuff actually. One of them really impressive. Monster Hunter Rise four million copies in like three days. Yeah, it's almost like people like Monster Hunter. It's mad, isn't it? And yeah. I was saying when I was reviewed it like last week, and we were talking on the thing, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's a you know, it's kind of a weird decision. Like they they do this Monster Hunter World, and it's multi-platform, and it makes like a you know a trillion billion dollars, and then they do this <laughs> next one for the Switch, you know, kind of kind of it's a smaller smaller. It's still a big market. A lot of people got Switches, but it's just an interesting decision. And then it's like boom, four million yeah. copies in three in three days. What there do you, you make go. of that? You know. Mm. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good video game. Did you see this mm-hmm. is going to appeal to me greatly? And right. I imagine that it will appeal to you uh, 
Probably greatly as well. Yeah, no, okay. I, I'm predicting this will be a Rich Walker. Fuck yeah, definitely. All right, okay. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard from Sledgehammer Games reportedly going back to World War Two. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, I think there's a Medal of Honor Vanguard. So I'm a little uh, dubious about that. There's title. a Medal of Honor Airborne. There's a Van- there a I'm sure of- there's a Medal of Honor Vanguard. Well, the Vanguard was a real thing, so it's likely that... Well, fair enough. I guess they don't have uh, exclusivity rights on the, on the on Vanguard. The, <laughs> yeah, but PlayStation it, 2 and Wii. Medal of Honor oh, Vanguard. Uh, the reports originated from uh, Call of Duty news website Modern Warzone, whose sources claim that the game will be made by Sledgehammer, previously the developers on uh, COD World War Two. And the reports have since apparently been seconded by Eurogamer, whose own sources indicate that Activision is planning to stick with the Vanguard title that was previously thought to be a placeholder. Uh, Mm. Further details are slim on the ground at the moment, but there are conflicting, unconfirmed reports uh, whether the new game will be set in an alternate history where the war kept on going through the 1950s. Mm. So take that with uh, a pinch of salt, but that's kind of a weird... weird I don't like that idea. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Like Wolfenstein sort of did it, didn't it? In its own outlandish, mad way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I'm did not interested not like in alternate takes on history like that. But in Wolfenstein, yeah, because like I say, it did it in an outlandish, mad way. I imagine this would be a more sort of sober um, mm. man in the high castle take. And I thought man in the high <laughs> castle was a, a load of old arse, I've got to oh, say. did you? I did, yeah, sorry. To I've anyone who no, likes man never, in the high castle. I never saw it. I always, I kind of wanted to. I like Rufus Sewell. Yeah, he's good. Um but Matt, me and me and Lisa were just rolling our eyes throughout the whole first season, and we were like, "Do you know what? This isn't <laughs> worth persevering with. <laughs> oh, Life's wow. too short. Life's yeah. too short." Well, it, mm. I mean, fair enough. The, I really liked uh, World War Two. I thought it was the best COD campaign I'd played in years. Yeah, no, I I did as well. Yeah. So you it's know, if it is Sledge, and I like Sledgehammer, like like based at least based on that, I was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, damn." That's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm always back up for a, a return trip to World War Two. In fact, actually, on Game Pass the other evening, I was, uh, had a little go on Medal of Honor Airborne, speaking of uh, World War Two, It's a cracker. <laughs> I've it's just remembered. Good. Sorry. I just remembered that a guy called Paul Daniels is in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not that Paul Daniels, but no. just a different... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about a Ghost of Tsushima movie... By the director of John Wick. Completely indifferent. <laughs> I, I I love the game. I have no kind of uh, desire to necessarily see a movie. Chad Stahelski, mate. Yeah. All right. You're not you're not up for the mad. Imagine Jin Sakai, but it's a room full of twenty blokes. So he's killing loads of them with a pencil, even though there weren't pencils back then. But you know. A twig. Imagine that that br- a twig. Imagine mm. a, yeah that brand of of like madness. Not necessarily. I'm not saying, you know, Chad Stahelski has to make all of his movies like that, but I don't know. I sort of think with this one, um, maybe more than more than many video game movies, it could just be a cool samurai movie and Chad Stahelski is a good action director, so yeah. who knows, you know. I, I guess, I guess. Maybe I'm being a bit cynical. But um, Well, I mean, it also might be rubbish. It's, it's, uh, it's always... Yeah. <laughs> with video game movies, it's important to remember it's probably going to be rubbish, but... Yeah, you know, you know well, exactly. You know. And I love that game so much, I sort of don't want them to kind of fuck with it mm. well the game yeah. will still be there unless the game yeah. awkwardly tied into the movie that'd be quite funny yeah um, a la Ratchet and Clank a la Ratchet and Clank back mm. for Blood delayed to October no uh, 
bit bit of a bit of a sad one. But there is an open beta uh, this summer. There's an announcement uh, that read, "Quote: Turtle Rock Studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it could possibly be at launch, and the team needs more time to do this. We'll release Back for Blood on October 12th, and we thank our community for its continued support. And we're excited to share that there will be an open beta this summer. Game's tasty." I, uh, I did a, I did a preview with uh, Dan Webb of that game. It looks really good. well. It's, it's just it's more Left for Dead, so that's great. Mm, okay. But, you know, sad that it's uh, that it's delayed. But what yeah. are you gonna do? Oh, and last, last uh-huh. of all, do you remember uh, Bio Mutant? <laughs> I do. How could I forget? How the could old you forget cat Panda thing? Who knows what it was? But there's a new trailer for it, which mm-hmm. I mean. You know, fair enough. Trailers for stuff, it happens. But it's a nice reminder that that game exists and that it is presumably coming out at some point. It's been in a weird limbo for like three, four years, that game. Yeah. Has it been that long? Yeah, I suppose yeah. it has. Like, yeah, I remember I, when, when I yeah. first joined, I remember uh, Dean was talking about how excited he was for that game. There was like a thing mm. in like 2018 or something that was like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then we just heard nothing for ages and nothing at the E3s. And, but here it is. So it's happening. I don't, I, I don't know whether that's a thing to sort of uh, a cause for worry that it's been kind of absent for so long. Yeah, you never know. Usually, when stuff goes away, it's when you when you worry when it's kind of just, you just don't hear anything. But new trailer, so if you're excited to play as a little raccoon dog fella crocodile thing, <laughs> then yeah. have at it. It's coming, you know, it's presumably mm. coming out. Brilliant. Are you ready to get quizzical? I am. Right. Well, Matt from upstairs is ill this week. Yeah. So we're going to summon producer Dan into the mix, mm-hmm. uh, so you can test your metal against him. You were last week's winner, so you're you're on the you're on top at the minute. But a new challenger awaits. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Start. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. And yep. I have, as ever, backup clues. Because I don't like draws. It's quiz time. And Rich is raring to go after his uh, victory last week, but then a draw the week before. So it's not a win streak, mm. but he hasn't lost in a while. However, Matt from upstairs, ill this week. So we are joined, uh, as we are once in a blue moon. By producer Dan. Producer Dan, hello. Hello. Am I Dan hello. from downstairs? You could be Dan from downstairs as well. Yeah, we we all we all live in a in a sort of really like high narrow house. <laughs> so you're Dan from you're you're a basement Dan. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> love it. It's like a stack. Yeah, yeah. We have got one in the loft, one in the basement. It's all good. Uh, are Perfect. you feeling ready uh, to get quizzical? Are you, you going to crumble under the pressure? You're going to take oh, Rich on? I, I like. I was just saying off um, air that um, I'm great with lateral thinking. I am awful <laughs> with names, so I'm going to be like that, oh, I think, that place from that game. Yeah, I'm feeling confident with this one. I think. I think we're not going to get a draw this week. I think someone's going to swoop in. So mm, anyway, you know exciting. the rules. Rich, Listen to the jingle because the jingle tells wages. you the rules. Yeah. So, uh, remember, you got to say stop. I got a call on you, and mm-hmm. also you have to give me the game as well. Yeah. Some cowboys sometimes like to say stop and then just give me the place. To which my response will be incorrect. Even if you have got the, the place, if you don't because give you've me the got game, to say the name. All I can person. say is incorrect. I can't go. Oh, you got the place. I love, then I genuinely oh, I love that you're explaining this to me, and every week I have to edit this. 
Well, yeah, but I explain it to Rich, but he still tries to be a oh, cowboy okay, sometimes. Okay. So, well, you know. I'm sorry, I'm an in. outlaw. What do you expect? <laughs> he, you can't you're a maverick, a maverick walker. Yeah. <laughs> walker, Texas Ranger. Right, here we go. Clue number one. Uh, and I'll caveat this clue by saying, according to Josh's research. So if there's any dweebs oh. out there who want to correct me on this, I mean, it's irrelevant to what the clue is, but fair play to you. <laughs> My first appearance in a video game uh, was in 1987. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a little sexy extra one. Uh, my most recent appearance in a video game is 2016. Ugh, it's one of those. I isn't do, it? I do have some spice for that clue, which I'll add afterwards. But anyway, uh, clue number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm great for people who like boats. <laughs> <laughs> Just what's that? It's good, isn't it? You like yeah, that? I like it. Uh, clue number three. My visitors tend to have a very good memory. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing um, so I'm far. Just, I'm stuck on 1987. I'm just... Don't worry, don't worry. I'll spice that clue up for you. So don't, don't dwell too hard on that. Uh, clue number four. Popular destination, right, for history buffs and conspiracy theorists. So if you're a history buff and a conspiracy theorist, you're going to be loving it. Clue number five. Yeah, I'm ideal. I think I'm, I'm one of the, one of the most popular destinations uh, that you can think of for a romantic weekend, right? But uh, just make sure that you avoid all the murder. This is going to annoy me, isn't it? <laughs> I can already tell this is going to annoy me. <laughs> I love that off. Before you came on, Rich, Josh was like, oh, it's well easy this week. You'll both get it super quickly. <laughs> Is that really? <laughs> yeah, he genuinely said murder, that. Murder, murder, Clue number murder, six. Murder. Clue number six. Mm. And we're on six uh, now. Yeah. It takes, takes, takes a while to adjust uh, to time here. Uh, but once you're in sync with the place, it's great. Oh, God. Memories, time. Oh. This sounds a little, familiar, little bit but... Of, a little bit of extra spice for you, right? So the 2016, yeah. uh, that's going to be Smash Brothers, right? My uh, the know. game I'm the game I'm looking for, like a little, little bit of extra spice, right? Yeah. The game the game I'm looking for, my, the first appearance in in the game, and I give you a little bit of extra clueage. The series, mm-hmm. right, that I'm looking for mm-hmm. was in 2009. Stop. Rich Walker, is it? I don't know, like Dracula's castle from Castlevania or something. <laughs> Lords of Shadow. I- incorrect. Yeah. That's not really great for people who like boats, is it? <laughs> I don't know. There might be some nice boats there. There's always nice um, boats there, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? Th- yeah. Why would it be? Get, try why to shouldn't think, you know? Why, why would it Dracula be great? Tool around on a, an Evan Rude speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> he might have a good time, although he can fly, so he probably got no need for that. So. Well, I don't know. You know. Fair yeah, enough. but everyone loves a good boat, right? So of course they do. Yeah, yeah. little speedboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, or is it? Or, it, or uh, it's not Dracula's castle anyway. But is he it's, more into uh, yachting? Do you think? I do. I think Dracula would have a sort of schooner or a yacht, oh, yeah. perhaps. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or know, a, a little junk, little creaky, cre- creaky galleon. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, ideal for a romantic weekend. Just avoid all the murder. Yeah. No. That's yeah. That, is it, that, that is doesn't it Birmingham? work either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, 2009, God. great for people who like boats, 
My visitors tend to have a very good memory. Uh, it takes a while to adjust to time here, but once you're in sync with the place, it's great. Ideal for a romantic weekend, just avoid all the murder. And I'm a popular destination for history buffs and conspiracy theorists. Why do I feel like it's something to do with Sherlock Holmes? When was the first Metal Gear? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. But boats and romance, I don't know, and murder. Mm. But yeah, the first Metal Gear was 87, and the last one was 2016. And I'm in, oh, a little extra clue for you. And there was I'm, one I'm, in 2009, uh, right? Oh, no, it was 2015, in, wasn't it? I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, uh, my, I'm in the title mm. of a pop- popular... Uh, 1970s film as well. Star Wars. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Alder? Stop. Uh, Dan Webb. I'm joking, mate. Yeah, I'm, I've no idea. In the okay. title of a, seven, a famous 70s film. It's pretty big. You'll, I'll say the name and you'll go, oh, fuck. The Italian Job. Uh, mm. Oh, what? Italy? Well, that is romantic. Rome-antic. And... And Josh did a little, mm, and I think it's probably Venice, but I can't think of a game that Venice has been in. Tomb Raider? Oh, it could be. No, but 87? No, it's too early for Tomb Raider. Far too early. Um, I love well, that we've, we've become gonna, a team uh, now, just so that the I'm, listeners yeah. don't win. Well, I'm going to have a punt then. Stop. <laughs> Rich Walker. Venice from, I don't know, uh, well, no, that's not right. Tomb Raider Legend or something? I don't know. No. Incorrect. To, oh, stop. Rich Walker. Venice from Tomb Raider Underworld? Incorrect. There's, that, it's not in there, is it? It's Tomb Raider 2, and that's not any of the dates that we've said. Venice. But the 1987 <clears throat> doesn't work with Tomb Raider. So. No, but jo- I was thinking Josh is a bit funny uh-huh. with that. It'll, Venice could have been in any other game in 1987, you see. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one I'm looking for. Remember the spice I added as well? Yeah. The <clears throat> one I'm looking for, 2009. So. Yeah. See, that's when Tomb Raider Underworld came out, wasn't it? Or was mm-hmm. that 2008? I can't remember. Oh, it might have been 08, that one. And, well, I should so, be helping you with these clues. It's not anyway. Tomb Raider. It's Venice. It has to be Venice, because Venice fits. I just <sighs> don't know I might have to let this one go, I'm afraid. No. A no. draw. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. I could, I sh- okay, right. I could add an extra bit of spice, but you're gonna have to be quick off the draw because I might make it too obvious. You know those spice ones where you push it over the edge and it's That's, like super obvious. I'm happy with that spice. <clears throat> is that? Are you happy with that, mate? Dan? Yeah, Rich is gonna get it. So let's just let's just get it over know. and done with. I don't just, know. Let's just rip off the bandaid. All right, all right. So f- first appearance in a video game, 1987, right? But first appearance in this series. Which is quite possibly, but I would have to check this, but quite possibly the biggest series on Earth, I think. The possibly. biggest series on Earth. So Final Fantasy, was it? F- financially, probably. the. Well, actually, no, financially. Either the one or the two of the biggest series on Earth, I think. Is it? Right, stop. Venice. Rick Dan Webb. Call of Duty. Um, World at War. <laughs> Incorrect is the one after what came after. <clears throat> um, oh, stop! Is it Venice from Rich Call, of Duty, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? Incorrect, they don't go to Venice in that game. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> is it Call of Duty? 
I can't help with these clues. Oh, you can. Come on. I've, I've given a massive one. Like, one of, all right, one of the biggest franchises. Well, it's not GTA. There Was there a Venice in um, Final Fantasy? I think in terms of nah. money, it might be like the number... No, it won't be, actually. FIFA? But it might be like the number two. Oh, F- yeah, I guess FIFA's FIFA? pretty massive. <laughs> Is it the Venice ground from FIFA 2009? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to remember that, and one week I'm going to do something really annoying like the Santiago Bernabeu oh, and just see God. who gets it. Is it, is no, it I'm, gonna, um, I'm probably going to have to give this one away, because we're, we're running over GTA. by quite a bit. Josh, um, I hate this, and I, uh, it's really annoying, and that y- y- added you, no spice. You, you're gonna, you are going to kick yourself like mental. The correct answer that I am looking for is Venice from Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, for fuck's sake. First appearance in a video game, 1987. I can't remember what the game is, but I got it off Wikipedia. It's called (laughs) something mad like My Global Adventures. It was for the Amstrad. Wait a minute. This one is in... What 70s film is Assassin's Creed? Death in Venice. Yeah, I was about to say, the name of the place was in the film. Yeah, I, 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 I love that we I got don't to think Venice. I've heard of death in Venice via the Italian job. <laughs> yeah, when you when you said the Italian job, I was like, oh, he's you know, it's the right country. Uh, two thousand and nine, obviously Assassin's Creed two, most recent outing in two thousand and sixteen with the Ezio collection. I'm great for people who like boats, load of canals. Uh, my visitors tend to have a very good memory, uh, genetic memory, of course, when hooked <sighs> up to the Animus. Well, Takes a while to adjust. That. Oh, it takes a while well. to uh, to adjust to time here, but once you're in sync with the place, it's great. Syncing oh, up to the uh, to the God. timeline, ideal for a romantic <laughs> weekend. Just avoid all the murder and a popular destination for history buffs and conspiracy theorists. How of course, on the earth Borgia. did we not get that? No, it, no, it, it was, we, it was really. Ma- and do you know what? When I said like the biggest, I mean, I might have been, it might have been hyperbole. You you guys are probably right, like FIFA and COD, but like. It's fucking number three or four yeah. or five or something. Like, it's up yeah. there, right? It's, it's fucking Look, ridiculously man, big. I'm not happy about this. We're not going to live this down. Uh, no, you won't. You know, you won't. Rich, I feel the listeners will, will, will riot on this one, I'm <sighs> sure. I feel like we did a lot of the hard work to get that. We just didn't get you the did, game. You, did, you just yeah. didn't execute. It does happen. You know, you sniff it out, but... Well, I feel stupid. I feel stupid. <laughs> and it's ruined my day. So... <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> so mission accomplished. The quizmaster's yeah. done his job. Rich, t- right. technically we got it. We said Venice. We didn't we, get the we, game though. Oh, but, we yeah, we but half what, got it. It's a moral victory. Everyone in the audience sure. will be going, "Oh yeah, it is Venice," and they'll go Assassin's Creed Two, and we were giving them a you know a chance. Yeah. I yeah. want to know if any listeners email in. I want to know when you got it. Mm. Like, let me know because if people got it on like clue three or four, I'd, I'd, I'd be all over it. Anyway, no, that would just about I, yeah. do us for the quiz. Yeah. Time to hear for the questions. But thank you to producer Dan. No worries. Um, you may go back to your producer basement. Thank you very Lower much. levels of the building. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. No yeah, worries. we're locking you in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. If you put loads on, you just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This one from uh, Flashy, which is, you know, an interesting online name. Flashy name. Flashy yeah. name. Yeah. Flashy. Flashy. Flashy by nature. 
Reminds me of Flash um, FM in uh, Vice City. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. F -f 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 Flash. That was good. It was a good radio. <laughs> that was like the best radio station on yeah, that game. Yeah, had all the good tunes. Mm. Although Wave One Hundred Three was good because it was new wave stuff. That was it. Actually, that game. That game. That was soundtrack stacked. was just yeah, great soundtrack. Ridiculous. Mm. Uh, anyway, so Flash he says recently played Crusader Kings Three as a baron under the king of Bulgaria and noticed how interesting it was being beholden to the whims of a superior. It's like having a goblin throwing wrenches in your plans, but not in a frustrating way. Question, who is and what makes a good boss in a video game? And presumably, to judge by the question, Flashy is not talking about a boss in the traditional video game sense, but a boss meaning, I guess, your superior. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because he's sort of saying, like, you know, beholden to the whims of a superior. It's like having a, you know, goblin throwing wrenches in your plans, but not in a frustrating way, sort of working under the under the, under the the whim of someone else. So, um, you know, what makes a good boss in a video game? Straight off the bat, I'll tell you what, one of my favourites of all time, Go on. Uh, Ma Major Zero in Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. He, w he was great. And, you know, to, and also... Roy Campbell. You know, Roy Campbell, just uh, just course. straight off the bat, obviously mm. Roy Campbell, um, but 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 specifically Major Zero because he talk about Bond movies. Yeah, true. He was obsessed with Bond movies, and which uh, we and can relate to. We can relate to, and also you know during tough times, I'd often codec call Major Zero just for a little bit of moral support. You know, <laughs> like he was just a sort of good a good boss. What about Princess Peach? Do you think Mario? Is kind of like instructed to do stuff because Princess Peach is the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, right? I guess so. Yeah. So she's she kind of the boss. Herself kidnapped. Like, she does. She yeah. But she's Bowser's quite like a ring video doorbell or something. <laughs> Bowser is quite a charming fellow, though. He strikes me as the type that he could sort of sweet talk you into a situation every time. You know. She she needs to learn a lesson. She, <laughs> you know what I mean? She needs to take on board the previous dalliances she's had with Bowser and, it's true. and stop it. She's a, she, she's a silly Billy, but she really I is. think I think she is probably a fairly good... If she is instructing Mario to and fro, saying, look, the Toads need some help. Because remember, not all the games entail her being kidnapped. A lot of them do, mm. but not all of them. So oh. maybe, you know, maybe sometimes she's like, look, you need to go and help Captain Toad while he's treasure tracking or doing I whatever so. he's doing. Yeah. You know? yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. She's, she's not um, a good boss in that sense. No, I suppose... I, I imagine her as a sort of benevolent ruler. I don't imagine she's a sort of nasty queen that people just don't like, you know? Do you know what, though? Who knows? Would you reckon she there's a dark be. side? We don't, we don't know enough about her. She's yeah. slightly enigmatic. It's true, actually, yeah. yeah. Just because everything it, looks happy and colourful, it could all be a, a facade. Yeah, I've never really given it much thought, but I guess <laughs> there, is a, there is a darkness there to Peach. Yeah. yeah. Um... Also, uh, General Pepper in Star Fox. He's a big dog with aviator sunglasses. Well, I mean, that's obviously brilliant. <laughs> Isn't it? That's great, that. I wish I could think of some. You've got, you've got some good examples there. I can't, I can't think of anything. Oh, I guess... Um, Drawing a blank. Uh, technically, as well, depending on how... Yeah. Cortana is a great boss. Yeah. Because yeah. she is... I mean, she's an AI in the helmet, and she advises you, but also... You know, you, you're beholden to the uh, to the orders of of Captain Keys, Corporal yeah. Keys, Ma Major Keys. I think it's Major Keys. Um, and she does say, "Chief, go and do the thingy." She she bosses you about a lot, especially in the first Halo. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd say Cortana. She's kind of cool. 
Um, hmm. But yeah, yeah, the, the video gaming is a good medium for bosses, not just traditional bosses, but just you know superior officers. We should say. Oh, I tell you what, how's about this, Diana Burnwood? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, see, that's a great one. So I was thinking something like, um, oh, like who who's in Perfect Dark as your boss or something? And oh, I was like, oh, that's yeah. not interesting. <laughs> but yeah, you've, you've got it. You got it. I think That's that would one. the answer to that would be Dr. Carrington of the Data Dying yeah. Facility. But yeah. yeah. Actually was Carrington your boss? I can't remember. Yeah. Sort of. Um yeah, load of good bosses anyway. Uh this one go. from uh Michael Vose. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi Josh and Rich Goes without saying Love the pod uh, It's Thanks. the only gaming one I listen to now So we've beaten out The competition So I'm loving Excellent. it Excellent Cheers uh, Thank you very much Michael uh, Felt like you were both Completely on the money uh, When it comes to them Closing the old Playstation stores down mm-hmm. um, I'm in the exact position Josh mentioned Of owning uh, Final Fantasy X But having to download X2 because obviously 10 was on the Vita cart, but then when you bought the physical copy, it had a code for 10 too. Uh, and he says, I, I feel that the Vita situation is made worse uh, by the fact that they made the Vita only work with their own memory cards. And because yeah. the, the cost is bonkers compared to microSDs, I only got a smaller size card, he says, which can't fit uh, all my games on. So I have to keep deleting games that I'm not playing. Mm. And then he says, this makes me, uh, this makes the thought of being cut off from these games sit uncomfortably for me. Um, I will say now, at least this week, because this question was sent in after last week's pod, where basically we didn't know anything last week. About, well, we, we, you know, we knew the rough gist of it, but we didn't know the details. It was, well, it was um, rumours and whatever. It, wasn't... it was reports and sources yeah. and everything with a pinch of salt. But now, at least uh, you can sort of say, oh, well, I will at least have access to my purchased games. Yeah. So there won't, there won't just be sort of ghost software. I don't know what would happen, uh, just hypothetically, if you bought a new version of the 10.10.2 double pack and whether the code... I Actually, I imagine it would because I, I read the small print of their statement and they said that game vouchers will still work. So if you okay. manage to get a, like a new <laughs> copy of 10 and 10 2, maybe that'll work anyway Michael goes on to say uh, I feel like it also makes the PS5 digital only console seem like a harder sell it's all fine now but if I've been considering yeah. that console I'll be worrying about that one later that's which a really is true. good point yeah, yeah it's basically a paperweight in you know mm. t- 10 15 years maybe who yeah. knows yeah, yeah no, they've no, moved no, on I, and I, said I, you like all those old games dear well fuck you yeah fuck you, you fuck them they're all bullshit yeah thanks, no, thanks I, for I, your support I, but fuck I don't off. really I don't really get the discless ones ever for that no. I'm just afraid of it I'm like fuck that I want to buy yeah. the games thanks yeah um, this is the thing yeah. right with Microsoft it's not so hard to sell because you do have a, a digital library that you feel is permanent Mm. I've got loads of Xbox games, I've got loads of Xbox 360 games, Xbox One games, Series X games, they're all in my library and I can see them all, they're there, and I'm not afraid that any moment they could just be pulled. Yeah. And that's the problem. Although I would would also add to that that, to be fair, I'm not afraid of that, because the PlayStation's digital library, uh, in, in similar fashion to i guess the xbox well the xbox has some original xbox games on there as well yeah i do feel like the ps4 and 5 games are, are safe i don't really feel like those are for now it, it's only it's, it's the sort of older ones you know for now yeah for now but i mean the ps4 is i think what like 99 percent of the games are back compact with ps5 actually reading it off the disc so I'm mm. sort of, i sort of feel fairly secure in that it's it's yeah it's the yeah, I mean, you never know what happens for the future, but yeah, I, I do feel that at least with the with the sort of 
with with your existing library on PSN, it's safe for the devices that it's safe on. Because that's the other weird thing. It's like you don't lo- you don't lose them if you've bought them. Like yeah. you can still access your purchased list. It's just that you can't carry on buying them. So there's no lack of safety on that one. I don't feel like I'm suddenly gonna, you know, lose hundreds of quid. But it but it still sucks anyway. Um, Michael says uh, it seems like an anti-consumer decision from Sony, and if it goes ahead. Yeah. Uh, it, it only highlights the uh, the concerns of the streaming digital only gaming uh, mm-hmm. that Sony and to a larger extent Microsoft seem keen to embrace. Yeah, uh, which which yeah does speak to my overall concerns with things like PlayStation Now and Game Pass. Great value, but contributing to the kind of erosion of of, of physical games, which does kind of worry me. And the, um, the thing is, you know, the world we live in at the moment, we could do without more plastic junk being produced. It's a, it's an issue. Of, <coughs> it's a, it's kind of fraught. It's difficult on both mm. sides. Yeah, on the one hand, digital is great uh, for the, you know for those reasons for it, for the environmental impact, and then on mm-hmm. the other hand, it's like well, there will always be the kind of issue of damn, am I gonna am I gonna lose that at the back of your mind? You know, am I gonna lose that? But well, this is it. I'd sooner buy a physical disc, and that shouldn't be the case. True, true. Yeah. But yeah, it isn't as th- as I say. We, you, like at least there is that thing where it's like, well, you haven't lost it. You just can't buy new stuff, but at mm. least you haven't. You, you like they've protected your old stuff at least. Um, but yeah, he goes on to say, um, would, would like to know if you've got similar concerns buying a discless console. We both definitely do. Yeah. Um, and then he says, love the pod. Uh, midweek highlight whilst I'm bored at work. So Lovely. Oh, fair glad play. we can alleviate the boredom. Yeah, I like Good to think to of know. that. Just. Going into like random offices across the nation, just people yeah. listening to our mad chit chat. You and me chunnering in people's ears. Mm, mm. Awesome. Yeah, Spread the word, get everyone listening. Everyone Spread the, the love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one from Ross. Uh, from your chat about multiplayer the other week, I assume uh, neither of the lads are into live service games. Uh, is mm. there anything that a dev could do to make you interested? P.S good shout on the raspberry flake mcflurry it's fantastic well i've done my job <laughs> fair play to you although actually that that sucker's gone they've got the cream egg mcflurry in there now and i've no, always be un- been yeah. underwhelmed by the cream egg mcflurry it's it's really? good but the raspberry flake one was filth um, did you see that the cream eggs have got sugar in them <laughs> did you see that mad <laughs> what were they doing with that <laughs> like i was suddenly gonna go what Oh, I always thought it was mostly vegetables. Uh, Really weird. Really weird. Uh, Live service games, Rich. What would get you interested? Oh, I don't know. Because I want to say, like, a compelling story would keep me playing, maybe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Like, Destiny 2 almost kind of got its hooks into me because I I did like the armors and the guns and things. But I got bored by the kind of... I get bored by repetitive missions, basically, and doing the For same sure. thing. I need yeah. a bit of variation to keep me interested. Big time. Yeah. Um, same just, with Marvel's I'm, I'm Avengers, same. actually. Yeah, that one was interesting. Um, it sort of seemed the, to yeah. go quite quickly, didn't it? Although they have just added that new DLC, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, the campaign was good, but then once you start to sort of grind that loop of just doing the same shit over and over, I'm just I, I'm checked out at that point. And mm. then... I won't go back for the DLC. Like this free DLC's come out with these, you know, the two Hawkeye characters. Mm. And I'm just Oh, is it bothered. free? Is that stuff free? Is yeah, it? it's free, yeah, as well. Mm. So, you know, maybe I'll check that out at some point. For me, yeah. with the live service thing, it's not necessarily like the repetition or something. Or it, it, like it would depend on on what it is. For me, it's so so much of the live service stuff. 
mm. is the is the shooting and the grinding and the looting and it's and it's and it's so often um the same sort of you know grizzled uh space marines zooming about some futuristic planet if you look at something like outriders or you look at you know destiny yeah. or, or the division the, is, is some division. sort of post post apocalyptic something yeah yeah, yeah. it's so the same for old me, shite I think what would if if like if I was ever going to be up for like a live service game and like really kind of kind of get in there, it'd be about IP. Like if they could do oh, really? like I'd, yeah, like if they did. Imagine if like Nintendo See, did a live service hmm. game and it had like all Mario and Yoshi and like all like if it had really cool characters and the and the main loop was well, I don't know what it would be because so much of live service games seem to be like shooting stuff. See, there, you say that. Are there any though? that aren't? Well, I suppose Avengers, Marvel's Avengers isn't really. But and you say that, like, I'm a big Marvel fan. So I thought mm. that was my game. I was like, Oh, Avengers, brilliant. Marvel mm. characters. Um but no, the the gameplay didn't hook, hook me in. The combat itself is alright. Yeah. But it's just the lack of variation in objectives. Just I think what the, they the have grind. to do Yeah, what 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 they have to do and maybe what speaks to Destiny's success is the fact that it's Bungie making a shooter. Mm. So like it has to be really mechanically inventive and consistently yeah. fun to keep doing because like all of the live service games I've played have just been like adequate. They're the kind of games actually, interestingly enough, that have the mechanics that are just about adequate for a single player campaign. If you yeah. look at the division and you look at uh, the Avengers, they're perfectly good for a seven to eight hour campa- story mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah. And that then I'm just about done with them. Whereas the thing with something like Destiny is, and with the kind of meta game that Bungie's so good at doing, then it's like, oh yeah, well you can stick with that because they keep meaningfully tweaking it. And, and the, the core thing is at its root is so sort of fun and polished. Like I played a bit of Destiny 2 and was like, oh yeah, well it's just, just a really good shooter at the heart of it. Whereas for something like Outriders, I can't honestly say that. I played it, I thought no. the, the sort of combat was subpar. So it needs to be a mixture of like, has to be really, really fun just on a core level that you don't mind looping. But yeah. also for me personally, it's got to have IP. I mean, I know you raised the point of like, yeah, well, like Avengers should have been my IP and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is they just didn't have the mechanics. But for me... I always remember getting really excited at the idea of that thing Nosgoth, just because I love Le- Le- Legacy of Cain oh, before it was cancelled. Yeah. And it was going to be like an online, like an MMO style thing, or like an online, not not quite a service game, but you know, the sort of thing I wouldn't ordinarily be interested in, but I'll eat up anything that's set in that world. I just want I just want a game like that to respect my time, I guess. Mm. I don't feel like they respect my time. Like they, they want me to grind for a piece of loot for hours on end, and I'm, it's just not worth it. I'd no. rather go and play something else instead. I don't want to commit that many hours to a single game. For sure, for sure. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with mm. you. Uh, that'll just about do us. Uh, let me do the spiel. Don't go on Twitter. No, do go on Twitter. We love Twitter. RichieW82 <laughs> at Joshy Wise, right? We love our Twitter, not, we love not our, the platform we're... in general. It's not <laughs> no, a force not, for not, good, is it? Not on, not not in general, no. <laughs> um, at VideoGamer.com. Email me, podcast at VideoGamer.com with your questions, theories, comments, queries. Love it. RichieW82 at Joshy Wise as well. Those are our handles. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, and Colin Mahone for our musical yep. stings. Uh, what else? Head to videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Check out my It Takes Two review on xboxachievements.com, playstationtrophies.org, yeah. Oh, yeah, Rich is plugging all his stuff, loving it. Oh, yeah, yeah check out my uh, Mario Sunshine thing as well. That's, yeah, do uh, that. Oh, last, last day of the, that's on sale, by the way. If you're listening to this uh, on, on the Wednesday, then... Mm. Um, well, if you're listening to it after Wednesday, it's gone. <laughs> Sorry, but you could yeah, still gone. technically, you could still get it physically. Uh, although the prices on those physical ones will be going up. But yeah, uh, get on it. There you go. So anyway, that'll just about do us. But we'll talk again next week. Goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich Walker as well. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>